As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Disney Assembled is sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon, Brenda, Danny, Connie, and Andrew. Yes, thank you guys so very much. We really, really, really appreciate your support over on the Patreon side. If you would like to join them, be part of our Patreon family, and get access to all the exclusive member-only content Head over to our website, DisneyAssembled.com, and click on the Become a Patron button there. Or you can go to Patreon.com, do a search for Disney Assembled, and find us there too. Membership starts as little as $2 a month. However, if you're looking for additional Disney magic to bring to your day, your week, your month, your year, or whatever, you should try, you should check out Magic and a Mouse Radio. Magic and a Mouse Radio is the best place for internet radio Disney music if you're looking for that in your life. Magic and the Mouse Radio is a wonderful place. We are so proud to be part of the Magic and the Mouse Radio family. You can hear our show every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the Magic the Mouse Radio family, I am so proud to be part of the Magic and the Mouse News family. MagicandthemouseNews.com has articles for anything and everything Disney-related that you might want to read. So make sure to go check it out. MagicInTheMouseNews.com. Yep. Please do that. And uh, yeah, good stuff. You'll, yeah. you'll love it. You'll love it. And follow Magic Mouse Radio on the socials too, right? Just like us. If you follow us on the, follow us on the socials, Magic Mouse Radio, they're out there on the socials too. Heck yeah. So give them a follow. It's good stuff there. All right. You have a bunch of stuff coming up. And so we were actually recording this episode a little bit in advance, but uh, we were sitting around this morning and we were talking about topics that we wanted to explore. And the idea of rope dropping came up and we've talked about rope dropping before, but we thought we'd take a different approach, a different approach to yeah. the rope dropping topic this week. And uh, do you want to explain to everyone what kind of what we're going to be doing? It's sort of, so, and we have an unoutlined conversation we want to have. We have a, we have a topic. We haven't outlined the specifics. Right. Of it, right. Yeah. So from what I understand, it's going to be split into two parts. And um, covering one half will be covering two of the four parks in Walt Disney World and one half will be covering the other two parks. So we have come up with slash will be coming up with during this episode, the vibe. What is it? Vibe chasers or <laughs> ride crushers guide to rope dropping at the magic magic kingdom. Or the Animal Kingdom. That's right. So we're only going to focus on Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom in this episode. That was episode. a mouthful. Yeah. We're going, to, we're going to focus on the two kingdoms, right? Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom in Florida. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go through our opinion of the Vibe Chaser's Guide to Rope Dropping, both of those parks. 
and the Ride Crushers Guide to visiting each of those parks. Right. So it'll be different scenarios and sort of what our opinion is, if you're looking for vibes, if you're looking for rides, how do you do that at Rope Drop? Yeah. The best way to start. Yeah. yeah. And so I think, our- I think like if, even if you are just looking to chase some vibes, Rope Drop is still probably a good option for you. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go through that. So if, depending on your goal for the day, how should you start your day at Rope Drop? At Magical Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. Yeah. So that's our main topic of the day. We'll have a Disney Dad Joke of the Week, of course, as always. And we'll see whatever nonsense and hilarity we get into Heck as we yeah. go through that conversation. Anything else we want to do before we jump into things today? I was gifted a Circus Baby Funko Pop yesterday. Oh, okay. And it was very nice. And what is what is what is that from people who don't so, know? So yeah, so Circus Baby is a is the titular character from Five Nights, Freddy, at Five Nights at Freddy's Five Sister Location. She is a little clown girl, basically. And she's got little pigtails and blue eyes. They used to be green. She's super cute. I love Circus Baby. I'm very excited for the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. She's not going to be in it, unfortunately, from what I understand. Mm. But she is my favorite FNAF character. Sounds like nightmare fuel. It Okay. No, because I've been recently pushed into Five Nights at Freddy's lore to prepare for the movie coming out in October. And I'm obsessed with it. I've got to say it is we're watching. We're making our way through the MatPat game theory videos, like going back all the way to the first game. Right. So there's like 90 videos on the lore of Five Nights at Freddy's that we're watching right now. And he (laughs) obviously the first game came out in like 2014 and so he he um, makes this analogy in like one of the earlier episodes. I think it's about the second game. And he's like, this is like the gravity falls of video games because of all the lore. And it is. And that is why I'm so just so interested in it. There is so much lore to unpack. There is so much story. There are so many Easter eggs, so many little details. It's fascinating. It is so much more than just a horror game about a Chuck E. Cheese that comes to life. There's there are literally so many levels to it. It is fascinating. I am obsessed with it. And Circus Baby is my favorite character well, from the sister location. Right. Um, that game is also really good, unlike anything else I have ever seen cool. in my life. So right. I was given a Circus Baby Funko Pop, which is great because they're super rare. And I was just really happy. So that's what's going on with me. Basically. Sounds, sounds great. <laughs> I have very little understanding of anything you just explained, but thank you for explaining that. It's all good. Should I start another podcast where I just talk about Five Nights at Freddy's? Leave your opinions in the comments below. <laughs> You'll be on your own for that one because I have no idea or interest in any of that, but it's all cool. I'm glad you love it. I'm glad you got your little Funko Pop. I know you like the Funko Pops, so I good stuff. I do like the Funko Pops. All right, you ready to jump in? You know what I like? I like the Disney Dad Joke, Dad joke of the Week. Are you ready to jump in and get started with all that? Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for this week's Disney Dad joke of the week. Oh boy. Mimi. Yeah. Woody got up one morning, went out to see how Bullseye was doing and noticed that overnight Bullseye was not, got sick, wasn't feeling well. Wasn't oh no. Himself. So he called the vet. The vet came out to take a look at him and said, you know, Woody, let me, let me, let me see what I can do. I'll, uh, you know, as soon as I know what's going on, I'll, I'll let you know. So the vet was out there a long time and uh, with, with Bullseye. And finally, you know, vet knocks on the door and Woody answers it. Hey, vet with, you know, doc, what's going on? You know, what can you tell me what's, what's happening with bullseye? I says, well, currently he appears to be in stable condition. Okay. 
Okay. Get it? Yeah. Because he's a horse. <laughs> he's in a stable. Yes. He's in a stable condition. All right. Joke was that, gotten. That is uh, this week's Disney dad joke of the week. As always, if you have a Disney dad joke that you would like us to consider using on the show, and we haven't used it yet, and it's appropriate for the show, we would love to consider using it. Send it to us at DisneyAssembled.gmail.com. Or you can send a message to us on social networks, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok, all at Disney Assembled. Again, not yet on the threads. I don't know if we'll be on the threads by the time this episode comes out or not, but not on the threads yet. Still waiting to see what happens with the threads. Yeah. But this could be wrong because this episode may be coming out in two weeks and by then we may be on the threads already. So. Yeah, this episode is going to come out on... A couple weeks from now. July 24th. Which is July 3rd. 16th. Sunday, July 26th. July 23rd. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe 14 yeah. days from now, which would be the 30th. 14 days? No. Yeah. Comes out next week. Well, next week. Seven days from now. 23rd, maybe. Mm-hmm. One of those days. All right. We'll figure it out. Well, because two days ago was the 14th. And 14 plus seven is 21. And then 14 is two from 16. So you add two to 21 to get 23. Or you just add seven to today because our episodes come out on Sundays. And no, I I did add seven, but I don't know how. Like I don't know sixteen plus seven off the top of my head. That's a Disney math for you because I'm not very good at math. I'm not bad at math, but I'm definitely better at at reading. You you shouldn't say that. You're extraordinarily good at math. I'm definitely good at reading, though. So anyway, all right. Rope drop. Do you want to define rope drop for our listeners? I know if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know what rope drop is. Right. For if those you're listening who to a Disney, not. if you're listening to a Disney podcast, you probably already know. But right. but if you don't know, if you don't know, rope drop is the act of getting up at six a.m., getting on a Disney bus, going to the Disney park, standing in line to get into the park to get on the rides when they drop the rope, quote unquote. Drop. So the literally, rope. they let you in the park, but when they only let they you open. in so far. Right, the second they open, right. right. So, um, they literally drop a rope. They literally and let you to the rides. Drop a rope and let you guys into the rides. Right. So, rope drop is basically it's the equivalent to getting to standing in line outside of a Best Buy on Black Friday. That is basically that. Why is that pen in your ear? I had nowhere to put the pen in. Okay. Fit. In my ear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, rope drop is the equivalent to standing outside a store on Black Friday, waiting to get in at midnight, and they right. unlock the doors. And they let you in. So, so rope drop is very popular. Yes, right? very if, popular. And if you you have early access, if you stay on site, uh, on site in the Disney resorts and so forth. Yeah. So this episode, we're going to do both the Vibe Chaser and the Ride Crusher's Guide to Rope Dropping, Magic Kingdom, and Animal Kingdom. Maybe we should define Vibe Chaser and Ride Crusher yeah. as well. Do we've you want to take Ride Crusher? Yeah, we've done episodes on rides or vibes before we've done that before Mm -hmm. but let's reiterate so a ride crusher is someone like me who is going to go to disney world or disneyland and just make their way through all the rides and just boom one ride done next one obviously there's some downtime you're not literally just like going 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 all the time but you're there to ride the rides get the experiences in stand in the lines do all that fun stuff right so the ride crusher is how many attractions can you ride? Basically, you want to get all the rides in. Right. So the vibe chaser is not someone who avoids rides, but just takes their time. They want to soak up the atmosphere, the environment. They just love being there, the music, the sights, the sounds, the smells. They're more, they get more enjoyment or their goal is to just be present at the Disney park, enjoying all of the things that are there to stimulate the mind 
and to just make you feel good, right? Mm -hmm. It does include riding rides, right? Right. But it doesn't have to be, their motivation isn't to ride as many rides as possible. It's sort of to just enjoy being among the Disney faithful at the park, right? So a vibe chaser and a ride crusher, slightly different goals. Uh, but you know, there's, there is some overlap right. between the two, but certainly very different, uh, specific goals. And so in this episode, we're going to go through magic kingdom and animal kingdom, the vibe chasers guide to rope dropping and the ride crushers guide to rope dropping. So we're only going to talk about the rope drop period, which is like maybe the first 30 to 30 minutes to 60 minutes, first 30, half hour to hour of yeah. park, right. When they drop the rope, that first 30 to 60 right. minutes, right. Where do you want to start? You want to start in Animal Kingdom and yeah, kind of get that one can, out of the way? Yeah, we can start in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, because we'll, this will be a two-part episode. Eventually, we will do a part on Epcot and Hollywood Studios, right? Right. But we're going to do Animal Kingdom first. So do you want to start with the Vibe Chasers Guide or the Ride Crushers Guide? I can start with the we can start with the Ride Crusher. All right. So this is the Ride Crushers Guide to Rope Dropping Animal Kingdom. All right, yeah. Mimi, so, go for it. So you're going to get there. You're going to get, you're going to ding your little magic band. And like every other Disney blog that is ever going to tell you, you are going to head straight for Pandora, the world of Avatar, and you're going to stand in line for Avatar Flight of Passage. The line will likely be stretching, depending on where you are in line. If you're like us, you're usually like in the middle of the pack at Rope Drop. Um, The line will likely be over the bridge and well into the Africa area. But don't worry, because I have been deceived before. Um, Flight of the Flight of Passage line is long because there are many people in it, yes. But it does move quickly because the queue is so long. So fun fact, we've said this before, the distance from the actual like official entrance of the ride where it has the wait times to where you actually get on the ride is a it's a mile walking, right? Right. So the line is stretching all the way through Africa because one, there's cast members in two different points controlling the traffic so that people can walk through the walkthroughs, right? Because the line is so long, it goes out into the actual world of Pandora and on the walkways. So cast members have to control, like, you know, the traffic. Mm -hmm. So there's that. So you might be standing there because a cast member hasn't let you guys walk through yet. But once you get past those two points and you're in that queue, you're going to move quickly um, because, because the queue is so long, um, if you're even if you're the very first person to walk in the door, you still have to walk that mile, right? And so you're going to be filling in that queue for a really long time, and you're likely going to walk or basically walk on the ride. You have to hit this one first. It will get extremely long. Um, it's worth waiting for, but it does take. It can get up to that 200 minute mark, which is a lot of time. Well, just not to cut you off, but I would say if you rope drop it. You won't be waiting all that long. I think the time that we ended up waiting in that longer line is we did not get there at rope drop. We were late. So we got in after rope drop. And that's why we waited a long time. But if you rope drop Pandora, which is, again, this is this is the advice is you go to Pandora. If you you go to Pandora, you do fly to Passage. This convoluted lots of talking way saying is go to Pandora first. Then you can probably um, sneak on over to Navi River Journey, which never has a long line. So it probably won't have a long line at rope drop. And then what I would do personally is I would pick up some breakfast or a little snack at the little um, like quick service cafe place in Pandora. They've got cinnamon rolls with blue icing. They're very good. Get those. Um, After that, I would make my way over to the jungle safari um, and I would do 
the safari. Right, right, right. The Kilimanjaro safaris. The ki- yeah, yeah, that. The Kilimanjaro safaris. That wait time can get extremely long. And the hotter the day gets, the less animals are active. Um, in the morning, it's kind of going to be hit or miss. But in all honesty, it's a glorified zoo. But if you're really looking for that experience on that safari, um, hit it right after flight of passage because everything else is a sort of nominal weight, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think at that point, you've you've used up your first 30 to 60 minutes. Right. right? At that because point. Because the, the safari doesn't open at rope drop. You have to, it opens later. So you right. can do flight of passage and probably uh, Navi River journey and then go straight yeah. up down to, the, in, to the, the walkway all the way to the safari. And that probably is your rope drop right. strategy. In the first 30 minutes, assuming you have early access or early entry, you can probably get in line for the Kilimanjaro safaris when the park opens to the public. Um, that's probably where you're going to end up um, getting in line for the safari. Um, um, if you want to even save some time, you can skip the Navi River journey. That's one that mom, that my mom and I always do. And you can pre-order your breakfast at that quick service place and just pick it up and go. Cool. So that's my advice. Flight of passage. Potentially Navi River Journey Safari. Those are the two longest waits. Right. And this is if you are, if your goal is to crush as many rides as possible right. so you can get through Animal Kingdom relatively quickly. Right. So and those are the three rides if you're the park crusher. I mean, right. the ride crusher. And then, sorry, like one last piece of advice. I know I'm like talking a lot, but um, if you're worried about Everest, Everest wait time usually isn't that long. It moves very quickly and it is on the opposite end of the park of, from where Pandora is. So you would have to choose if you wanted to rope drop Everest or Flight of Passage. And my advice would always be Flight of Passage because of that really long wait time as the day goes on. Okay, now you can go. Cool. All right. If you are the vibe chaser going into Animal Kingdom, and like all the parks, listen, Animal Kingdom is a wonderful place for vibe chasing. But the best time to vibe uh, chase is really at the beginning of the day when it's much more quiet and less crowded. So if you were doing vibe chasing in Animal Kingdom at Rope Drop, the Rope Dropper's Guide to Vibe Chasing Animal Kingdom, first thing you do is you go through, and I would stop at the, I don't know the name of it, but there is a Starbucks place there. Get yourself your Starbucks, get your cold brew, get, get, get your nice little Starbucks drink. You can do that. Now you have options at this point. You have the option of circling back towards Pandora because it is a wonderful place to vibe chase. There'll be a lot of people going in there to rope drop the rides, like you know, Mimi just said. But if you're a seasoned veteran or someone who pays attention to our Instagrams, uh, you can find the secret cup holder area in Pandora. And that way you can put your special soft, your, your Starbucks drink or drink of your choice in the cup holder. Have a nice seat and enjoy the vibes of Pandora because the vibes in Pandora area are magical. You can see the magic waterfalls and the hanging rocks. And it's a wonderful place to do some vibe uh, vibe chasing, right? Mm-hmm. However, I wouldn't spend my first 30 to 60 minutes there all together. Because the truth is, if you continue walking towards the back of the park after getting your drink, if you turn to the right, I believe, and head towards the Asia area, there's a little turnoff. On the other side of the little river area that goes through, there's a little nook area. It's usually where a photo pass person will normally be during the day. But if you get there early enough, there's no photo pass person there yet. And I can tell you from experience, you will be the only people at that side of the park in that area at that time of day. It is very quiet. It is a beautifully serene location. 
And you can get a wonderful picture of the tree of life from that spot. Uh, you can do a selfie. You can do just a regular picture. It, it's beautiful spot. Very quiet. Great place to just sit and listen and enjoy the, the, the vibe of the animal kingdom before it gets too hot during the day. And you can still do the Pandora vibes there. So my advice, if you're the vibe chaser for Animal Kingdom, you rope drop, get your Starbucks, get your little drink if you want. You can either go back to Pandora or continue to go forward and to the right. Find that little nook area where the photo pass person will eventually be with the tree of life in the background. You get a wonderful shot with the sun coming up sort of off to the side. The lighting is really good there. It's nice and quiet. Beautiful spot. I love that thing. If I was going to Animal Kingdom in the morning, I am more interested in vibe chasing than I am ride crushing. So certainly um, I would be doing that as part of my, and then of course, catch up, do whatever ride you want to do and enjoy it. You can still do the safari, right? You can still do your vibe chasing piece at Animal Kingdom, like I described, and then pay attention to when the safari opens and then just make your way over to the safari and do the safari first thing. When you get on one of the first rides of the safari today and use the animals, might be a little bit more active during that time. So yeah. there you go. That's the that's my advice uh, for rope dropping Animal Kingdom if you're going to do vibe yeah. chasing. I think if you're looking to get into that animal mood, Animal Kingdom mood, and you're in that sort of vibey headspace, Navi River Journey is a good place to start. It will be empty because yeah. everyone will be at Flight of Passage. It'll be pretty much silent over there. It's a nice ride. It's a very meditative ride. Very meditative ride. Yep. You get the vibes of you Animal get, Kingdom, the vibes right. of Pandora, and then you can make your way. Right. You get a good headspace in that Navi River journey. Right? For sure. Close your eyes, do some meditation, listen to that yeah. music, join the shaman, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Are you ready to move on to the yeah. uh, the Magic Kingdom? I think it's funny that we did finally sit down and watch Avatar and then came out of it and still had, like, actually no idea what was going on. Like... We haven't done the sequel yet. It's on Disney Plus. We have to watch the sequel. Yeah, I won't be watching we the have, sequel. Well, we, we probably should just to say we did. I don't know. We'll see. All Whatever. Right. Anyway. We're, we're leaving Animal Kingdom. We're going to go over we're, to Magic Kingdom. We are taking a bus to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> you don't have much of a choice there. Or you go back to the TTC and get no, on a monorail. We're taking a bus to the Magic Kingdom after sprinting out of the Animal Kingdom towards the bus station because it's pouring. It's all, yeah, it always rain. rains. It's always raining on us when we leave Animal when we Kingdom. leave Animal Kingdom. All right. So the Magic Kingdom, um, very busy at rope drop. Oh yeah, tons of people rope dropping the Magic Kingdom. It's very big. Look, it's one. It's it's the, the most, biggest. It's, it's the, the busiest most, part. It's the biggest. It's busiest, the busiest part. Right, most popular busiest part. Right. So rope dropping uh, the Magic Kingdom again. Two different strategies. If your goal is to crush rides, Mimi will go through her ideas around that. If you're doing vibe chasing, I will share the vibe chasers guide to rope dropping magic kingdom when it's my turn. All right. Do you want to start All right, yeah. the ride crushers guide to rope dropping magic kingdom by me? So, okay. So I'm not sure if this changes, but I don't think it does because we've rope dropped and rope dropped magic kingdom, I think three times. And it's been the same way. All time. Only and certain it, areas that are open. Only certain areas are open. Right. Then in our experience, it's been Fantasyland and tomorrowland. And that's pretty much it. Adventureland, um, Frontierland, and Liberty Square are all going to be closed off until the park opens to the public. Um, but that does leave you with a few options. So um, what I would do is I would... So what I can tell you is that the majority of the people who are going to visit the, Ma the Magic Kingdom in the morning are likely going to make their way towards Seven Dwarves Mine Train. 
because of that wait time that can get up into the hundreds, 150s at the height of the day. And I will say, this isn't a bad strategy, but it's like road dropping rise. Everyone and their mom is going to this ride. So me personally, I'm actually going to veer off into the right and I'm going to go into Tomorrowland and I'm going to skip Fantasyland altogether and I'm going to get on Space Mountain. Space Mountain can get up into the 95, 100 minute wait time, just as Sundor's Mine Train can. But what the trade-off for that, in my opinion, is that it's not as busy in the morning to get on Space Mountain and the queue is worse as the day goes on, right? Because that queue at Space Mountain is going to come out of the mountain and up and possibly squiggle all the way around Tomorrowland. And it's hot. There's no shade. There are no fans. It's hot to wait in that line. It's brutal to wait in that line. Whereas on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, that line, though brutal and long, um, is designed to hold that amount of people. So there are fans and tons of shade and places to sit. So I'm going to make my way towards Space Mountain. I'm going to ride Space Mountain. And then I'm actually going to, at this point, veer off into Fantasyland um, now that the crowd, the massive crowd that is waiting, that was waiting to go into Fantasyland has sort of dispersed into all the places they want to be. Um, either it's Mine Train or it's somewhere in the back or whatever. And then I'm going to make my way personally towards the Tangled Bathrooms to the rope to get into um, Liberty Square where Haunted Mansion is. And from there... I'm actually going to very quickly hop on Peter Pan, which will likely have people walking in the queue, um, but it will be a walk-on ride, basically. Like, you'll see people in the, in the queue, but the line likely won't be very long, and it, 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 will be, it will be moving. So by the time you get off Peter Pan's flight, you will probably have about... You won't have too much time that first hour. About yeah. 10, 15 minutes left, about. Um, and then I would... Do the little cut through to the um, to the entrance of Adventureland, and I would wait at that rope for it to drop before you can hit Jungle Cruise first thing when the park opens to the public. Right there, you go. Those, that's my take. Yeah, the the ride crushing at rope drop in the Magic Kingdom kind of depends on who you're there with, right? If you have little bitties, you may not be doing Space Mountain or Seven Doors. You go straight to Peter Pan would be your option right. there. Peter Pan's. Q isn't that bad. It really isn't. It's actually quite nice on the inside, but it can get stuffy. It can get boring. It can get dark. Um, so I would recommend doing it at rope drop, but I, I wouldn't do it first thing. I would let that fantasy land crowd sort of let itself go. Right. right. Because like there, when I tell you there will be literally thousands of people waiting to get into fantasy land, there will be thousands of people waiting to get into fantasy land because they only let you come in from the left, not on the right. Right. So essentially ride crushing rope drop at Magic Kingdom involves picking probably one of three rides, Peter Pan, Seven Dwarves, Mine Train or Space Mountain. Right. Your advice is Space Mountain. You could flip that to be Seven Dwarves and then Space Mountain if you wanted. Either one of those two, because they both going to get a long queue time later in the day. But yes, one of those two is definitely yeah. where you have to start. You just happen to pick Tomorrowland and then work your way back towards if you guys Adventureland. My opinion to my my opinion on Mine Train is to do it during the fireworks. You're going to get a great view of the fireworks. The line's probably not going to be very long, um, and it'll move quickly. So that's if you're really worried about Mine Train, you can always stick out the line. Or the best time to do it, honestly, is in the middle of the fireworks. Cool, cool. All right. 
The Vibe Chaser's Guide to Rope Dropping Magic Kingdom, slightly different plan. Number one, into the park, take your time walking up Main Street. As a matter of fact, if you want to meander through and do some window shopping, just enjoy the music and the ambiance of Main Street, the sights, the smells. Stop, take a look at the castle. You know, when you rope drop, you're kind of just going right past it. You're not really stopping to, yeah. to enjoy the view. Enjoy the view. Maybe even take a castle picture. You know, if, if the photographers are out already, maybe you can get a good castle picture in the morning without a lot of people in the background. You know, there's certainly potential there. If it, I know it's kind of a ride thing, but some people want to maybe hang out in Main Street to get the vibe. Maybe do the little Main Street, you know, the, the, the little uh, bus, right? The little double, the, the little, the, the red bus, the kind of the little tour, the, you, know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? They go around the circle and come back. You know, that could be something to look into, but mostly take your time going down Main Street. Now, I think you even if you, sorry, I think even if you're a vibe chaser, that doesn't mean you can't do rides. Exactly. But you don't want to, you're not doing you're the not rides. You're not crushing rides. Right. You're not doing the rides because you want to get a bunch of them in. You're doing it because it's just part of your experience. Your thing, right, experience right? Yeah. But I'm going to say this, you're going to, you're going to get to the rope because you're waiting for the rope to drop. So you, you can go through main street before they drop the rope because the rope is located. They put literally the rope is up at on the, the entrance, at the of, entrance Tomorrowland. of Tomorrowland, entrance to Fantasyland on the, on the right side of the park. Right. So you're at the rope drop when they actually drop the rope. To me, what I would do is I would just head on over to the people mover. I would go to Tomorrowland first. You can't really take your Joffreys on the people mover. You're not supposed to bring food and drink to the people mover. Nope. Otherwise, I would say go straight to the Joffrey stand right by the Space Mountain. Get yourself your cold brew. Sit, relax. But the vibe in Tomorrowland is... It's a little different. It's better at night, I think, during the morning. So if you're going to go vibe chasing, take your time going up Main Street. Take your time absorbing in the castle and all that stuff. Make your way over to Tomorrowland. And I would say do the people mover and let that be part of your vibe chasing for the day. Because the people mover is an attraction that also very much doubles as a great vibe chasing For sure. you know, experience. Then get your cold brew. Start walking over through Fantasyland and enjoy sort of the transition between Tomorrowland and Fantasyland right there by the teacups. Head on over that direction and see how much time is left. I mean, perhaps there is time to, you know, jump on a ride there if you want to, or maybe just hang out by one of the fountains or one of the areas that are really cool. Maybe head on over to Gaston's, get a cinnamon roll. I think that would be. In my opinion, if you're rope dropping Magic Kingdom and your goal is to do vibe chasing, that would be my advice. Yeah. Take your time going through Main Street, head on over to Tomorrowland, just do the people mover, get yourself your cold brew, head over towards Fantasyland, maybe stop and get your cinnamon roll at Gaston's, sit down, enjoy yourself, and you know, just be ready for the rest of your day. Yeah. Right. As someone who's very much a ride crusher and wants, that doesn't mean I'm not a vibe chaser. I just absolutely love doing the rides. We rope dropped the people mover on our last day of our Disney vacation. And let me tell you, we felt like such Disney pros, right? Because we rope dropped the people mover. That's crazy. We didn't, crazy. we didn't try for any of the big ticket items. We walked in and I was like, let's get on the people mover. And not one of us questioned it. Right. And it was 
the most fun morning I think we had yeah. the entire time. Um, it was super low stress, super fun, super relaxing. Right. And you just take in, I think the Tomorrowland yeah. vibes are absolutely unmatched. And taking yeah. it all in is a wonderful way to start your day. Yeah, and I am much more the vibe chaser than the ride crusher at this point in my life. But I enjoy a good ride here and there. I'm not against crushing a few rides. But my goal at any Disney park is not to just do as many rides as possible. I just... I'm more of a vibe chaser. So it's all good. All right, Mimi. So far, so good. But so far, you know, what, so what do good. you think our friends out there might say? And how could they possibly share their opinions about the vibe chaser and the ride crushers guides to rope dropping Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom? Yeah. So you guys can send us an email, disneyassembled at gmail.com, or you can send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all at disneyassembled. But if you guys want to support the show further, the link to our Public Patreon, buy us a Dole Whip, and all of that other fun stuff is on our website, DisneyAssembled.com. Make sure to go check it out. Yeah, please do so. And if you haven't done so already, we're on the YouTubes. Check out YouTube.com. Look for Disney Assembled there. We're at Disney Assembled on YouTube. Yeah, we, we've got content there, believe it or not. We have content. We think you'll enjoy it, especially the shorts. We have lots of shorts on there we put together not too long ago. Good stuff. We are working. We're continuing to work on a video series that we want to start doing on our YouTube channel, but with school starting and with your summer busyness and your new job, we're just finding the time to put these things together. Starting it is the hardest part. Yeah. So we had to get into a routine and get that done. But guys, if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, you should do so. If you haven't done so there, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon. So you are notified every time a new video is published on our channel. All right. Mimi, high five. High five. Good episode. Great episode. Great topic. I hope people out there enjoyed it, right? Good stuff. All right, guys, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, five-star rating, nice review on your podcast player of choice would really help us out. Tell your friends. We hope this episode brought a smile to your face, a little bit of extra magic to your day, and that wonderful sprinkle of pixie dust to your week. And until next time, see you real soon. Gentlemen, please collect your belongings, watch your head and step, and take small children by the hand.